friends. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Welcome to Ships on Fire. We are inviting you into our journey as we share our struggles, our victories, and all the in-betweens. We'll dive into relationships, discipleship, and leadership. We're passionate about our friendships and our story of courtship. So join us as we set ships on fire. Hello, friends. Thank you for joining us on Ships on Fire. We're so excited to be with you today. Thank you for hanging out. So it's been about three to four weeks. I don't know, Jess. What has it been? Three, four weeks? I think like about four weeks. Yeah. So we've been on lockdown, social distancing, quarantine. So I think of quarantine. And for me, I'm from Hawaii. When I think of quarantine, I think of dogs because dogs aren't allowed from the continental United States, the mainland. And in order for them to be in Hawaii, they have to go through a quarantine. So I was looking at that or thinking about it going, you know, so we are currently in quarantine. What does that even mean? And I look up the dictionary. It says quarantine is a state period or place of isolation in which people or animals that have arrived from elsewhere or been exposed to infectious or contagious diseases are placed. So I thought about that. And of course, we're being quarantined because we're being protected from the disease. We're in this pandemic and we're, of course, trying to stay away from this coronavirus, COVID-19, whatever you call it, you can call it that. So I'm thinking about that and I think about, well... Part of this time, as we're sitting here in quarantine, I almost feel like we could be cleaning ourselves out. Maybe the strongholds or the different things that keep us from from connecting with God, uh, the different things that keep us from dealing with what we might be going through. What can we be doing? What can we be looking into? And I also think about just cleaning ourselves out. There's a lot of things going on where we're doing spring cleaning, and that we would do anyway because it's the time of year, but different projects. I mean, heck, you can go to Lowe's or Home Depot, and there's definitely no six-foot rule going on because there's so many people doing different projects and things like that. So it is a time of renewal. It is a time of rebuilding, I believe, and uh, and God's up to something. So Jess, you know, what do you think about all this, and, and what do you think God's up to? Yeah, when I sit back and think about what's going on in the world and this time of isolation, I personally think that God could be up to something huge. I think about all the people I know, and even including myself, that made huge to-do lists during quarantine. We've taken on new projects, cleaned our homes, our cars, we've thrown stuff away, We all have taken on a new role of teaching now and working from home and being a teacher. And and we all have entered into this new territory. No one knows like what the heck is going on. It has certainly made me realize how God is really in control of everything. Even things that seem bad, he is working out for good. And ultimately, he has a plan and knows what's going on. Yeah, so talking about that was we have so much time or seems like we do and many of us aren't working, you know, and prayers go out to those that aren't working. Companies have furloughed their employees. Many companies have 
possibly even folded and that's not even it hasn't even really begun yet but there are there are a lot of industries that are going through a lot of different struggles so our prayers are going out to them as you say you know god is in control of everything so what can i do to to just be still in the moment to enjoy the time i have talk to us about that jess as we're going through this time and and really, I think you referred to it as cleaning ourselves out or cleaning out our heart. Talk, talk to me about that. Talk to me about your heart. What have, what, is, what have you discovered about yourself as, as this has gone? Because you've progressed from, as you would say, going from a crazy person <laughs> to now being a little more settled in knowing who God is and that he is in control ultimately. Yeah, so I think just like... Like I said, we clean out our homes. I feel like this could be a really good time to clean out our hearts. This time has exposed a lot of my fears, uh, some of my weaknesses, some of my lies, just how I cope, events, like just everything that's going on. It's just exposed a lot of stuff. Take Take a look at that. So you said you've had a lot of lies, a lot of fears. So talk to us about that. What really is your number one fear that you've, that's one, been exposed and how you've been able to help get through that or stuff it and not. When I think back to when this first started, I think of I just went into a complete panic. My schedule completely got thrown out. Everything that I planned for the next year got like disrupted. So all of my selfish just desires came out and just overtook like everything. I freaked out. I became fearful. I was so focused on the storm and just everything that was going on. I wasn't able to even focus or concentrate or be still on and think about Jesus. I just concentrated so much on all the bad that was going on. Yes. Thanks for sharing that. It's, um, you know, it's good to see how you've progressed uh, because I know at some point you were even, not that you questioned your faith, but you felt you had so little faith, right? So, but I do, I think about it right now, there's so many people that are crippled in fear, just ruining what's what they got going on. All the while, it's keeping their ears closed, their eyes closed, you know, really sitting with a, with a heart in heart. One thing that comes to mind for me is when Jesus healed the paralytic, Jesus healed his sin first, then healed his condition. And I think that's a big part of this whole cleaning out our hearts, you know, even cleaning out my heart is... What sin do I have to be healed from first before I can be healed from the the different things that's crippling me? And maybe you could ponder that thought also. So Kiola, what has been revealed to you during this time? So one of the things that's really been opened up to me or opened my eyes to, and I could choose to either harden my heart to this and go through with it and continue to say, yeah, but... Or I can look in myself and allow Jesus to work into my heart. So the one of the things, of course, is, you know, we just started this, what, four weeks ago, three, four weeks ago. And I'm sure, Jess, you know, we've talked about this, how excited you were to get to spend time with me. And of course, yes, I'm fun to be around. But over some time, there are going to be times where I might get on your nerves. So the biggest thing I have going on right now in my heart is that my big responsibility as a husband to you is to love you as Christ loves the church. And so right now, my big sin is 
I sometimes might actually lash out just as much as you might be lashing out at me. Jesus died for his church, and we cannot deny that. We can all agree that Jesus loved his church so much that he died for it. He gave himself up for his church. So I think of that one. I think of love. Second Corinthians, love is kind, love is patient. We can go on. The one that's been revealed to me is love is patient. So what is one thing that I can do to help with making sure I love you as Christ loved the church is working on patience. So when you do lash out, really listen to what you're telling me and be patient with a response because there's something going on in your heart. It doesn't mean that I have the right to allow myself to lash back or match her with the same type of tone because that also reveals to me there's something going on in my heart that I need to clean out. So Jess, talk about as far as, you know, as we talk about stuffing things or running from things, especially during this time, because it probably can be a little easy for some. Yeah, I think it's a good time to think about what do you guys do? Think about it. What do you do to like check out, stuff things? put on the, I'll put on the list till later and I'll get back to it. What do you do when your family is driving you nuts or you're dealing with difficult people? I think it's sometimes easier just to stuff dealing with our junk and put on the, I'll come back to it later list and never do, no, we never do. Or stay really busy so we don't have to face the pain because if we're honest, it just sucks and it's too painful. Well, yeah, because definitely, you know, I know I've heard many stories so far of some great stories of, again, how families are spending more time together, loving each other, growing together as a family. I've also heard stories of relationships being exposed. You know, uh, a husband who typically would go to work and had time totally away from the family where he could enjoy the two hours maybe he had with the family and avoid any issue he might have with his wife. Or as soon as they put the kids down, maybe he or she would get on their phone, get on Netflix, crack a beer open, whatever it was to either medicate or hide from what was going on. And now that we're, we're spending more time with each other, it's exposing some of our flaws. Yeah, like the other night we were watching a movie and you were eating popcorn and you were chewing really loud and that bothered me. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, funny, Jess, and I'm glad that's uh, an easy fix. I'm also glad you're not just going to stuff that one. So talk to us about that as far as dealing with some of the issues or, or pain that we might discover by being in this quarantine? So I think when we don't process our fears, our circumstances, our struggles in our lives, that our hearts could maybe become hardened towards God. And he is the one who ultimately can heal us. He can help us. He can bring us joy. And he turns ashes into beauty, like it says in Isaiah 61.3. Can we just take some time to let him heal our hearts? Can we let him put the pieces back together? So throughout your day, take inventory of what you do when you're confronted with having to deal with something. 
We should take all our struggles to God instead of trying to fix ourselves. Let the one who created you and who cares about you so much heal you. Bring your anger, your fears, your frustrations, your trust issues and lies to God. Even if you have lies about God, he can handle it. If we are walking around hurt, we will hurt others. Hurting people hurt people. So as a child of God, we are forgiven, loved, and cared for. We want to share the good news about Christ and what he's done for us, but if we don't allow him in and to clean up our hearts and to heal our hearts, how can we share that with others? I believe that it brings him joy when we run to our father, just let him into our broken lives and let him put us back together and let him heal us. Yeah, definitely. You know, when we talk about the heart, the Bible considers the heart to be the, the hub of our personality, right? It produces the things that we would ordinarily just leave to our mind, right? So for example, scripture informs us that grief, John 14, 1, desires, Matthew 5, 28, joy, Ephesians 5, 19, understanding, Isaiah 6, 10, thoughts and reasoning, Genesis 6, 5, and most importantly, faith and belief. Hebrews 3.12, Romans 10.10 are all products of the heart. And Jesus tells us that the heart is a repository for good and evil and that what comes out of our mouth, good or bad, begins in the heart. So whatever our heart is feeling, you know, listen to that. Listen to your spouse. Listen to your kids. Listen to your friends, the people around you. Because what's coming out of their mouth is definitely a, it re- is residing in their heart and it's just, just coming out. Yeah, I think about like our hearts and just some of us have hearts that are filled with so much junk. So for example, like we're all walking around with these face masks on right now and we all feel trapped and we're all longing for the day we when we can just take the mask off and walk around free. So I feel like our hearts long for us to be able to walk around free from all the pain, all the junk, all the lies. Our hearts crave that and just feel the same way as we do, just wanting to get these masks off and be free. The beauty of all this is you and I can directly impact the outcome of our moments more than anyone else can. We can make every encounter pleasant regardless of how it starts. So that's why I think of when I when I say that, I think of our kids, I think of my spouse. Just because it started one way doesn't mean it has to end that way. So Jess, before we wrap up, it's safe to say that during this time, God's been working on you and cleaning your heart out from the inside out. So what are some of the things that you've done to or are currently doing to continue that process of your part in cleaning out your heart? So me personally, like I'm worthless if I'm not spending time with the Lord. To be honest, I'm kind of a jerk. Ask my husband. So if I don't start out the morning spending time with God, that whole morning is probably not that good, not fun to be around. I don't produce fruit in my life if I'm not spending time with the Lord. And I know that I've discovered these things. So spending time with the Lord is number one priority in my life. So I think for like my advice would be to get alone in the presence of God get comfortable with being alone, like find a way, figure out a way, take 
drastic measures to get alone with him. Our schedules are clear right now, so add him in wherever you can. And if you have trouble with being alone with him, like pray to him to help you to want to be with him. Yeah, and husbands, let her do that. Definitely be- beneficial. And wives, allow your husband to do that. You know, it's it's nothing personal. And if it's just you and the kids, you may be a single mom or a single dad, just take a few minutes and connect with Jesus. I know it's easier said than done, but pray to him and ask him to help you find a few minutes each day. And I think that's, it just makes for a better opportunity for us to to just hang out with each other when we reconvene or, or come back in each other's presence. Like, I just crave that time to be alone with Jesus. And I want you to crave to be alone with Jesus. Yeah, and there's definitely a big difference in wanting to go get alone to spend time with Jesus versus wanting to go get alone because I just want to get away and you know, not have to deal with what might be going on. When you get to spend time with Jesus, like I know for me, my heart has been cleared from so many things and it's only happened when I've gotten alone with God and like actually let him work in me. So like I can't be healed if I don't spend time with the ultimate healer. I can't be free if I'm not in his presence The Bible says where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And I can experience peace if I'm not with the one who is peace. I can't feel loved if I'm not with the one who loves me the most. Thanks for sharing that, Jess. So yeah, as we wrap up and we close up this this episode, I just wanted to talk even for myself, like what what can we do practically? What what can I do? What can you do as we as we go through this? So again, it's not an easy time. There's so much going on, but this is a memorable time. I mean, yes, are we going to remember that we went through this and it was, you know, one of the biggest seasons that we will ever experience in our generation? But there's so many memories that we can create. Again, going back to there are families that are out riding bike. They're out hanging out. They're spending time with each other, playing games. So many memories that are being made. So along with the memory of just the season, choose to create those memories. And also when you're spending time with Jesus, create those memories with him. Because I I believe if you can write down those memories every single night, take that time before you go to bed or or just take some time to write down those memories for the day. Jess likes to think when she cleans something out that she needs to fill it with something, right? I get rid of an old chair. I need to go buy a chair to replace it. So in this time, I would just recommend as we're cleaning our heart out, One way to fill that back up is taking that time to sit, to ponder, to just relax, be still, and know that God is in control and he's got you. Our every moment can become a memory made with God. So think about this. What is your most precious memory for the day? And what might it look like to live every moment by looking to making a memory? And may I remind you that for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Thank you so much for hanging out today. As we part ways, our prayer for you today comes from Psalm 5110. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. 
Thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We want to pray for you. Send us any prayer requests you may have. Our email is listed in the show notes below. If we have encouraged you today, we want to know. So if you know of someone that this episode could help, share it with them. We are on Facebook at Ships on Fire, so please like and share our page so we can continue to reach people and help them move on the journey God has for them.